We're here with Brendan. Of course, we're not going to minimalize or trivialize that at all because this is a known man as far as, again, past episodes and what you do with music. As far as you got new shit coming out, that's a given. You stay busy, you stay persistent with yours. It's always, I'm not saying this because I'm here now in your space, you in my face. Pause. But I'm saying it because also, legit, your sound is unique to you. I appreciate it. And you always stay crafting your own lane. I like and I respect you take your time. You do what you got to do with yours and make sure it's fully yours when it's out there. Appreciate it. It's not the fucking sound that's out there hot not right now. It's not little fucking, they're not going to say, oh, you know, little Brendan Black or, you know, Brendan 6ix9ine or, or 21 Brendan or whatever. <laughs> no, Brendan's Brendan. That's all it is, too. Appreciate it, man. I'm sure you get that all the time, though, right? Like, your sound is like yours, kind of. Like, I haven't heard your shit elsewhere. Kinda. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I usually get that a lot, which I'm... I'm, 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 I, 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 I'm, I'm happy about that. It's something that I work hard for, and I, I really just... I really want, when people hear my stuff, they're like, yo, you know... I may hear some of the influences, but, but, but yo, this is you. Like, this is, like... It's all you. This is what you created. This is your lane. And uh, I kind of like that. At this point now, I mean, you've been doing it for a while. Like, mm-hmm. how roughly would you say you've been doing it now? Is Jeez. Um, maybe about, it's about, it's, so as far as like recording and like the point where like the recording happened and it's like, yo, it's hitting, mm-hmm. it's going on 10 years now. It's supposed wow. to be 10 years. Yeah. You're still young too, so ten years of doing that. That's it was like eighteen, seventeen. Wow. Okay. But I was writing since like fourteen, fifteen. Right, right. But right, it's yeah. like recording and like making music actively. It's like eighteen, nineteen. Goddamn. So it's about to be like ten years. So at this point, you're comfy in your own sound. Whatever. You oh provide. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much busting out songs in like an hour. Nice, nice. So at this point now, I guess it's in the back of your mind now about oh, I gotta make this sound like me, or I gotta make my own sound. That's like the last thing you worry about. Now. Yeah, now it's just like, hey, let's just do this, and however it comes out, it's already gonna be mine. So, which is a good place to be, um, I would say. Anybody out there that's like making music and trying to find their own sound, just keep making it. Just be consistent and try not to be different or try not to be someone else. Just, just do, just do whatever you do, and it'll definitely find its way to to become yours. So. So if anything, do what feels good. To yeah, you. basically, yeah. Just, just, just do what you like. Do what feels good. Do whatever comes out. Go with it. If it sounds dope, go with it. Um, and eventually, you will carve out this um, this lane. Eventually, it'll be something that is yours and like no one sounds like. So, yeah. you you have uh, what is it now? Forgive me for losing count, but I think you got like at least what three projects now? At least EPs or yeah, just about. Um, well, I mean. It's about to be going on three three projects. Um, okay. I've got, I had the Rugged World Summer. I got the State of Mind EP. And it's about to be the another tape that's coming out uh, in September. So, I could have sworn it was three. Because it sounds like you've had more out already at this point already. Probably. I think I did. But it was more singles than that's like what projects. It yeah, it was more singles than like projects. Okay, okay, okay. Do you have a favorite project at all you go back to now, even though it's only two? Uh, State of Mind for sure. State of Mind. State of Mind was definitely, I was really, really proud of. Um, I remember you showed me the little preview of it too. That was yeah. the one you um, read the Devil in the New Dress. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, that's probably my favorite project so far. But this new one's about to be, it's about to be something that um, 
yeah, it's about to be something. Nice. I'm excited for it. I know I know you may not want to say too much about it now, just yet, because it's not out there soon. But uh, I think you were saying you're going to call it potentially a mixtape for now, if not another EP, perhaps? Yes, yes, it is a mixtape. Um, it is a mixtape. Um, I'm going to have a big event in September. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty, pretty unique um, concept. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. Um, it's going to be. Expect more tracks than the EP. Uh, it's gonna be slightly more tracks than than State of Mind EP. Uh, but it's gonna be great. It's gonna be dope. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of. Uh, there's some storytelling in it. There's some dope, dope, dope. Like just dope vibes in general. It's and and overall, it's gonna be fun. Overall, it's a, it's a fun project, which um. I'm really excited to, to, so people can hear it. I'm really excited for it. It's going to be about in September. I'm going to release another single in August. I just released one on Tuesday. Yeah, but I'm yeah. going to release another single in August. And then September um, is a new tape. Uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Any clues? Any sort of little hints of what we can expect for September at all? Or is it just like best to keep it on the wraps? That's a fact. Best to keep it on the best to okay. keep it on the wraps. So that uh, different. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to release another single in August. Okay. Um, and then yeah. Then in September. I might even release another single right before the tape releasing. In between. So like yeah, like maybe like two weeks before, maybe like a week before, I might even throw in another single. Like Who the three single or something? Yeah, well, well it, it'll be in the tape. It'll be like a single okay. in the tape. So I'm thinking of maybe like giving y'all one more. Oh. Before I drop the tape, like maybe a week uh, before. So I'm still okay. debating though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do maybe like a street single approach, like before the album drops, I'll give you one last one. Oh, like one, one little, little taste, yeah. Yeah, probably, maybe. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know why that always reminds you of like, um, remember that whole thing with Papoose? Like it took him forever to finally drop the Nasarima Dream. Bro. And he kept hinting Crazy. at it. Crazy. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. No, oh, how about Jay Electronica? How about Jay Electronica? Oh, forget it. Forget about that. That was some asshole shit. Bruh, that was like, what, 15 years? <laughs> it might have been Probably minimum. even more? Yeah. And for it to come out and then still people complain, but it was like, oh, there's nothing but Jay-Z on this shit. This is Jay-Z featuring Jay Elect. That's you know? a fact. It was. It was. But even though... But Jay Elect did his thing, though. He did, he did. Man. And I don't know, uh... I still put what was the name of that tape? Um, the the one he sampled Eternal Sunshine on it. Um, I don't know. It's been how long? <laughs> well, yeah, that's too. Yeah, you, you were probably still in the Pampers. And stuff, I probably so was. Like, oh. I probably was. <laughs> Jay Luck is fucking already past his teenage years. He's fucking not even alive. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but shout out to Jay Luck, of course, too. He did his thing, but um, yeah, it took too fucking long. Oh, did he even drop anything after that? No. I, no, he didn't. Right? No. No. I think he's one and done pretty much right at this point. Seems like it. Yeah. Seems like he's one and done. I think I wouldn't be surprised if it's one and done. So he really went the route of like the longest ever most annoying foreplay before he finally stuck it in just to pull it out. Like, okay, you got enough. He's like, all right, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. Like, what? Like, why? <laughs> like, he was rubbing the clit. He played with the nipples. He fucking sucked the toes. He fucking put her upside down and like... Started licking like the bottom of her fucking feet and shit. It's like, oh yeah, let me nibble on your heels real quick. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> let me just slap it on your ass a couple of times and then finally, okay, finally now it's like, oh, you know what? That's enough. <laughs> and we're like, what? 
And then Jay-Z in the back like, Chia, uh, I can't explain that one. <laughs> he got nervous. He bamboozled me too. <laughs> I was just called watch. <laughs> now I got to step in. <laughs> Three features. <laughs> Chia, 64 bars each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jay-Z to save the day, of course, if need be. Of course. Uh, I think they're, uh, no. They're alluding to him coming back out with something else now, too. Uh, Jay? Saying, yeah. I hope so. Beyonce might be first, and then Jay, you know, leading up, because ladies first, of course. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, well, let's see. I, I forgot why they was alluding to that shit. Um, oh, uh, I think it might have been Juan Epstein, uh, Peter Rosenberg, Cypher Sounds. They were okay. talking about that Kendrick album, saying, like, now there's going to be, like, a buffer zone since the release of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, mm-hmm. of where it ain't safe no more, basically, for no one else to drop, because we're still going to be talking about it for a while. Like, Because yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it has been hot and cold, really. Yeah, people yeah, saying yeah. they hate it, people saying they get they it. love it. It's art, classic, and yeah, then yeah. the ones they, that hate it, like, I don't get it. Uh, or the point now, like, we'll get to, like, you know, really, like, kind of throwing dirt on his name because, you know, he said that F word a couple of times on one specific track, but they took it all out of context like Twitter does. Bro, here's what I don't get, bro. All you Kendrick haters, bro, y'all need to stop. Because at the end of the day, your favorite rapper fears Kendrick. Mm. And that's a fact. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Your favorite rapper fears Kendrick. Why? Because Kendrick makes people want to push the envelope. Kendrick makes people want to to achieve and, and to make more. So all this Kendrick hate, to be honest, it's like, yo, like you're just a low level frequency type of human. Like, there's no reason why why like I see I, I open up Facebook and Twitter and I see comments as in like, you know, uh, oh fuck Kendrick Kendrick is trash And I'm like You can't really bump to it And I'm like Like I, I don't know I don't know I don't get it I don't get this Kendrick slander But anyway This is coming from two Kendrick's fam Obviously Well true no, But also You know what Fuck it Let's jump but, right into but that But what I'm saying is that Like, like real quick Like yeah. what I'm saying is that Like yeah it's coming from two Kendrick fans But like there's there's Kendrick there's like there's people who are not Kendrick fans but they still understand like how important Kendrick is. Like I I'm talking to the haters, yeah. the, like the ones that's like that like call Kendrick trash and like like for no reason. Like yeah. you just need to like you just need to listen to better music, bro, cuz it's <laughs> I mean Get you don't. You don't got. To, yeah, like you don't got to. Kendrick don't got to be your favorite, but like you at least have to understand the level of 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 greatness and the level of artistic expression and creativity that that this man brings to the game. Like so, yeah. That, that's all I'm. That's no, what no. I'm saying. Yeah. No, I I understand your points fully because also this was what eighteen tracks in total. Mm-hmm. Like almost an hour and a half ish, I think, of music. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half ish, I think. Which, right? yeah, hour and eighteen minutes, hour and twenty, something like that. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Hour, oh, like, something like I don't know, hour twenty ish or so. Something but like that, yeah. Even still, like from one project, from one artist. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, too, when you know how it is with everybody else dropping like every other week, almost uh, 
five here, three here, 22 minutes total, whatever, too. Mm -hmm. Like, the good ones will still do a good job, even mm -hmm. that short t short bit of time. Mm -hmm. But when everybody else is copying the formula, it's kind of easy to, like, get lost in the mix. Yeah. Like, I stopped listening to new music altogether. Yeah. I used to love the day of Torrance or, like, you know, uh, Kazaa, Morpheus, whatever, when I only had one album to download. You know, yeah. got, you know, permitting internet speed wasn't that fast back when, too. You can only do, like, an album a time. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Now with everything like, oh, just thrown in your face all the time, you know, I, I got this, I forgot to drop this last week, here's one more, here's a collab, here's this, that, crazy, whatever. Crazy, For him to take that bold step and be like, no, fuck this, 18's what you get, this amount of time. That's it. I think maybe you might have to, you know, you can tell me if you agree or not. Since you're more a musician, I want to see how you feel for, uh, feel for it coming from your mindset. You think some of it might be an issue with, obviously, younger listeners not so familiar with Kendrick or maybe getting into him after the fact? Or you think it might be more of, like, short attention spans? Like, th this is what we're used to right now. I need a quick listen. I think I think it just has more to do with, like, um, like yeah, it's like the short attention spans. Because I, I don't want to put it to, like... I don't want to put it to the case of, like, young listeners versus old listeners. Like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm 28 years old. Like... I'm not a, I'm not a, I would, I'm not an old head at all, you know, but, mm -mm. you know, there's some people that say, oh, it's the youngins, you know, it's because they're young. No, that's not true. That's not true because I know 16 and 15 year olds that, that, that appreciate Kendrick's art. Mm -hmm. And I know 17 year olds that, that, that are, that Kendrick is one of their favorite rappers of all time, you mm -hmm. know? So it's not about young listeners, old listeners. It is about the, I, I think. It has to do a lot about the short extension spans because, like, think of like movies, music like the baby, yeah. like the baby just goes right into it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like some people, like I feel like nowadays people are not used to the slow burns, like they're not used to the build up. They're like, yeah. yo, we just want to get into it. We just want to like, and I feel like that's some of the downfall with consumers because an album is not just an album is not supposed to like. Like, not every album is supposed to just like, yo, just, you know, you know, go in and out. Like, yeah. some albums are slow burns, some albums are build-ups, and some of the best albums are build-ups. Yeah, yeah. And I, th I think that's what it wa what it is, like, the short attention spans. Like, people are so used to, like, if you're not giving me something in two seconds, it's whack. Bro, I know people who say an album is whack, and you ask him what songs did you listen to? He said, yo, I listened to the first song and I turned it off. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that means that. an album. So how do you even have an opinion on an album? That means you just don't like the first song. But yeah, but that's one out of what? One out of 15 other songs that you have to rate? Yeah. So like, what are you really listening to? You're just listening to the first, the first song. Basically, you're listening to a single. There's people who who listen to one single, don't feel it, and they say the artist is whack. It's like, how is that possible? Because we don't judge people that way. No. You know, like, we don't judge, like, oh, oh, his haircut wasn't lined up perfectly today. Nah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> like, what? Like, you know, like, the, oh, that one time that that, like, like, that person, like, doesn't say excuse me or doesn't say thank you. Like, oh, I don't like that nigga. He don't got no manners. 
I mean, maybe he didn't hear you. Maybe he said thank you and you didn't hear him, or maybe Could be it. Yeah, yeah. you know, like like there's so many other factors that 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 you should play into when judging an artist. And like, bro, people who say I listened to the first song and I turned it off, or I listened to the second or third song and turned it off, I don't got no time for you. Like, I I don't make music for you. Like that's just plain and simple. Like I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. If you're one of those people, I don't make music for you. I really don't care about your opinion. Because if I pull up with a five-track song, eight-track album, before you give me an opinion, you need to listen to them goddamn all eight of them joints mm -hmm. before you give me a listen. And don't even let me get started about the first listen because you're not even supposed to get an opinion at the first listen. But, okay, fine. If you heard all of it after the first listen, all right, cool. I feel like, I feel like I'd listen to you more than like someone that'd be like, yo... I turned it off after the second song. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Nigga, what? That makes no sense. That means you didn't listen to it. No. You didn't listen to the 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 body of work. You just saw one part of it. True, granted, you didn't like it, but that's not that doesn't mean you won't like six six of the other tracks on the album. Mm -hmm. Let's just say if it's a ten track album. You like six of it. That means you like 60% of the album. Yep. That means the album's not that bad. Mm -mm. So it's like, yo, like, this whole, like, short attention span is really, really, really irking me, to be honest. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a part of commitment, too, because I kind of get that a little bit more if it's, like, shows or, like, a series all the time. Yeah. Too. One yeah. episode, you're not feeling it, maybe. All right, maybe I won't run back to it. Maybe. Whatever. That's different because a lot of these series now, it's like one-hour episodes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to waste another potential two, three to be like, okay, I really don't like it, whatever. I wasted my time. Yeah. That I kind of get. That's more of a commitment. But if you're doing, if you can't do that with three minutes, two minutes of fucking just music and shit. Well, one episode is what, 45 minutes? Yeah. So you invested at least 45 minutes of your time. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Of, that's a lot more... That's a lot more like understandable instead of like yeah. you're giving me a 45 minute body of work mm -hmm. and I'm only listening to one minute of it and I'm turning it off. Is that, oh, this is this whole thing is whack. Yeah. Like, bro, <laughs> the whole thing is not whack. You, you didn't listen to it. How was the whole thing whack? I, I don't know. It's, I think it's a part of um, more after our times. Our generations, it's more that sense of entitlement too, like immediate yeah. gratification for things. Yeah, it's weird. I need it now. Don't build it up. I need to know right, right now if I'm gonna like it or not. It's weird. Or it's just weird. passing glance, like no, 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 I don't like that. Or like you know how we grew up with like you know picky eaters, mm -hmm. but the ones that would never ever try anything is like no, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna try it. Have you, you tried it? No. You don't like it. It's not that you don't like it. You just didn't get try it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if anything, yeah, let's jump into it then. Uh, I, I picked out four in mind specifically that stood out to me, tracks okay. on the album. Okay. I mean, there's so much we can go through, but I think four that really kind of spoke to me more, hopefully they did the same for you. Okay. So first one I guess we can go into since we touched on it already is definitely Auntie's Diaries. Do you say aunties or aunties? I need to test you Brooklyn. Aunties. Okay, you're Brooklyn. <laughs> you definitely best to check. Absolutely, <laughs> I switch back and forth. Auntie, auntie. I think I had a professor. Yeah, my first professor in college. He was super Brooklyn. You know, rest in peace, Louis. Oh, uh, professor man, rest Luca. In peace. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, but I think he's the one that stressed of all people, Brooklyn boy, to be like, no, it's not auntie, it's auntie. Please, 
There's no such thing. And he'd say it with his fucking fat sausage fingers wagging in your face too, always perfectly tanned, because that man went to rain, snow, whatever, always tanned. He would say tanned. it's auntie? Yeah. He would say, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, now it's auntie, according to most, but it's auntie. That's the right way to say it. Please. Oh, you're supposed to say auntie. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 Brooke, it's... It's, it's a New York thing. Yeah, because I say auntie. I do too, but I, ever since he told me that, I kind of switched You try to like, forth. you know, like... I try to yeah, catch yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, like, oh no, it's auntie. But whatever you fall in on, whichever side of the fucking coin you flip, it's onto your auntie, auntie's diaries. We'll go with that for now. That's the one making the most noise, I think, for now, because of him explicitly saying, if I didn't count incorrectly, it might have been seven times, eight times in total, he said that F word. That's the new F word, which I only knew that's the new F word. Well, apparently that's the new N word. Well, yeah, right. That's right. the new nigga. In the sense of, yeah. Yeah, like, cause uh, you're not supposed to at all. You okay. shouldn't use that word unless you're part of a part of that community. Mm -hmm. I have, I have, I have a, a couple of gay people in my life that that I care about, mm -hmm. uh, like family and friends and stuff. And yeah, I, I learned from them that um, that word, uh, that word, you should only use it when you're part of that community. Or um, in the Kendrick song case, yeah, when. Um, you know, it's purposeful, you know, like, like, you know, I'm, you know, I, and I, I'm, a, I like, I'm honestly, like, there's a lot of people that's honestly, they used to throw that word around. Yeah. Like, it was a New York thing. I wouldn't say, like, I've, I've only throw that word, like, younger, in my younger days, like, yeah. just like Kendrick say, I would only throw it around when I'm around other people and they would use it. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't really, like, I, that wasn't a word that I really cared to use. No. So, like, to take it out of my vocabulary was pretty easy for me. Right. It wasn't as hard for me as other people, you know, like, because I would use it when I was with other, you know, other people that would use that word, yeah. you know, and, and I didn't mean it in no type of homophobic way at all. You no. know, it was just a word that was used. But obviously, when times change and, and we started to understand, you know, how hurtful that word can be. It wasn't hard for me to take it out of my vocabulary, to be honest. So. Yeah, same here, because at least for me, when I learned that's a new, like, well, how you explain it, actually, yeah, it is pretty much a new N-word. Um, I only learned, I never, I used it when I was younger, but more specifically when, you know, you talk shit before fights, yeah, you're about yeah, to get yeah. into it, throw hands, whatever. Probably, yeah, probably that's, then, but that's it, yeah. But it had nothing to do nothing with the gay. With the, right. It had nothing to do with gay. It was just a connotation of, like, like, like you a bitch, basically. You're a like pussy. You're a, yeah, you're a pussy, you're a bitch. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, attacking. It wasn't trying no. to be a, a offensive or um, super, like, you know, um, um, like, you know, demeaning to, towards 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 gays and, yeah. and queers so yeah. no it was used to instigate provoke a fight but not to offend yeah like, it wasn't like, used to offend queer people no. or like that community yeah. it's not like they were roaming around we knew there was one around we just threw it just to like yeah it wasn't caught their ears so. yeah it wasn't, it wasn't like that because i only learned again until like two years ago that it was the new n-word only mm -hmm. because uh i forgot how we even came up we were, I, I was in a car in a friend's car he was driving with his girlfriend in the back i think uh, and then it came up and ran a conversation. Um, I forget what happened, but all, all I did was ask because they said, oh, don't say the F word, how it came up. And I'm scratching my head because I know him. He's not like a Christian or like a Puritan or nothing too. He curses. It's like, wait, if it's not fuck, then you mean 
the other word. Yeah. And they fucking break checked. They they were losing their mind. Like I used it with like someone gay was around. And I just said it just to say it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It was like sort of like 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 if if you try to use yeah. it in a way. I genuinely asked like in the question form. You know what the f word. Got you. And then they like almost lost their shit. Like almost went off the road practically too. I was like, you idiots, I didn't use it in that sense. I yeah, was like, yeah, just, yeah. you took it out of context like fucking the internet does nowadays, everything too. And I'm talking about two years ago. So now, obviously, it is like a banned word or like you said, only strictly for that community. Yeah. But in that case, I'd have to ask someone in that community, do they use it and in what context then? Because Kendrick just explained like we did, we said it when we were younger. I know Kendrick's older than you, younger than me, just by some years. So I totally get it if like, Boys will be boys in the schoolyard. We're gonna scrap. We're about to scrap, but we're just making fun of each other. We would throw that around. Yeah. And he did elaborate that, I think, clearly enough. Mm -hmm. However, he said, I think, uh, towards the end of the song, like, um, I used to throw the f bombs around, but I never mean it like that. Or yeah, he said the same thing. He didn't mean it that way. But in that case, if he was able to elaborate as intelligently as he does, it's not even intelligent. He's like literally said, I used to use it in this case. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Why in this case with Twitter, you know, open-ended question, really more rhetorical than like a logical one. Why would Twitter lose its shit the day of when all of a sudden they just go over it and he did explain in the lyrics, literally in the song, this is how I used it. And I'm just using an example of why. Because Twitter's a stupid place. <laughs> <laughs> and you could quote me, Twitter, all yeah. you Twitter people. Like, Twitter's a freaking stupid place. Yeah. And I have Twitter, and like I engage in some of the content, but Twitter's, Twitter's a stupid place. And in the words of Dave Chappelle, I think Twitter's not a real place. Yeah. Like, Twitter finds anything to 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 weaponize and to demonize. Anything. Twitter will find anything to demonize a person, a community. Like, Twitter is Twitter is the digital Karen. <laughs> All Twitter. Yeah, yeah. All Twitter. You, you, it is the digital Karen. And, like, it's evident the re, it's evident how Kendrick used it in the song. Mm -hmm. Bro, that last line was amazing. Uh, where he basically me. says, uh, the Auntie Diaries, where yeah. he basically says, um, where his cousin was like, you know, we could all say it together as oh. long as you let the white girl say, say nigga. Right, 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 I right. I was right. like... And I remember seeing the video of that. Did yeah, you that see that viral. video? Yeah. That went viral. He was like and grilling her just to make sure she yeah. wasn't going to say the word. And she said it. Yeah. Like, and he was like, nah, 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 you got to get off like that. Like, I didn't ever think that Kendrick was ever going to address that. And mm -hmm. here's the thing I love about that album. Mm -hmm. Kendrick gave me, gave us a side that he never, ever gave. Mm -hmm. If you If you really pay attention... He's one of those mysterious artists where he where where his music is super indirect, super poetic, and sure he talks about stories and he he's vulnerable in his music, but it's never really directly or explicitly, you know, but yeah. in this album it's like wow, like I didn't think you could take that vulnerability further, but you literally took it further. Like it reminded me of Good Kid, Mad City, like even more. Mm -hmm. Like you told me, like what was really going on. Like you, Kendrick literally broke the fourth wall with this album. 
Mm. Literally telling us, yo, I've been going through something. Literally the first, literally the first line. Mm -hmm. One thousand eight hundred and fifty-five days, I've been going through something. Basically, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yo, like my fault. It's been since two thousand seventeen. I've been going through something. Like I've been dealing with this. I've been dealing with trying to get therapy. I've been dealing with lust problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to talk to you about, you know, auntie diaries. My my auntie and my cousin, they they trans they transgenders. You know, like I want to talk about that. Like, and that's really what I really, really love about this album. I just that's what made it beautiful to me. But this song in particular, Auntie Diaries, I was really, really taken aback. Because one, mm -hmm. I didn't I mean I didn't know that, that that he had that he had trans he had people in his family that he loved as part of the trans community. I didn't know that. Yeah. And for him to say that, um, it's a beautiful thing. And I think one, it it probably was even more beautiful to him with his own family. Yeah. And how that, you know, maybe them listening to it for the first time, that song, and like maybe like, you know, I just imagine like him maybe playing this for his cousin or his auntie. And like maybe like some tears comes out or some mm -hmm. stories comes out and like I just find that song super beautiful because even though I'm not part of that community, um, I can relate to the rest of things that Kendrick was saying, maybe using that word in, in the past and mm -hmm. and um learning to 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 love and, and accept other people because as minority as as black people, as brown people, you know, we we strive and we fight for this progression and sometimes we, we we need to step back and also appreciate and love other people uh from other communities so i think it was cool um i really really loved that song that song was definitely a standout track it's probably one of my favorites on mm. the album I, I really enjoyed it it was cool yeah i'd say so too but again just another case of twitter just really running wild with their own perspective, very tunnel vision perspective or something way out of context with that one. They need to fall in a ditch. <laughs> that would help. Or fall into some ditch, maybe get some pussy for once and then <laughs> off the fucking screen. Or, or, oh, well, or yeah, whatever right. you want. Whatever you're into, <laughs> get on top of, fall into, you know, whatever. Lick, poke, peg, whatever. Whatever the people into nowadays. <laughs> Let's keep it general. <laughs> Monty is a man now. <laughs> <laughs> Respect him. I mean her. I mean it. I mean Respect whatever. them. Respect, Respect them. them, yeah. Respect the Monty. <laughs> but um, there's that one. Um, the other one that stood out to me too a lot, which I really hope, knowing Kendrick and his history with videos, uh -huh. how beautifully he's able to express himself, kind of like a more focused, not so crazy with purposely doing the imagery like that Kanye mm -hmm. uh, would be We Cry Together. I'm really hoping that turns into I think they said something like they're shooting the video now or expected soon but I sh I'm expecting that to be pretty crazy like cinematic almost. That song. Yeah. That song. <laughs> What's your first thoughts? I'll let you go first. Um... I was thinking it already when it was done, first listen, but I read it right on Twitter afterwards, too, and I think it's perfect. It's really the audio form of uh, Baby Boy, if anything. Oh, okay. Like a recap of. Oh, that's dope. Okay, yeah. I see that now. Which, Baby Boy was deep. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Really love that movie. I did a review for it, like, 
whenever I think it was like the 15th anniversary last year or something. Fire. But um, yeah, I, I'd say it's like the audio form of like Baby Boy kind of just, you know, compressed into however long the track is, like four or five minutes or something. Oh, wow. And but the, also the other thing I don't like, not about the track, but again, people misinterpreting and running wild with like some crazy thoughts is that they're immediately calling it's the brand new stand or whatever. It's not. It's in that lane of like the artist acting out, you know, a scenario that happens to rhyme, but it's absolutely not stand. It's his own thing. Let it live as such. It's his own little beautiful little piece of art. Some people were saying it was like Kim. Kim, I mean, I probably stand. I think I know I read some stand, but you're probably right, Kim as well too. But no, because I did get the Eminem influence, but it's its own song. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. It's its own song. I loved it. I loved it too. It's fire. I just loved it. it. Was like um, it was basically a an ode, sarcastically <laughs> speaking to modern day relationships. Oh yeah. And he even says it in the beginning of the songs that this is the world we live in. Mm -hmm. And then it goes right into right into them arguing. Right, that little beautiful build up, this is the world we live in and right. yeah, then it yeah. goes right into mm -hmm. it. And just literally like like I think there was somebody on like Facebook or Twitter talking about like, oh, you know, I like I like this song but I can't get with it. It's toxic. I don't know why he would make something like that. Come on. But I'm I literally commented, I was like if you listen to the f the first, literally the first line, mm -hmm. he literally says, "This is the world we live in," and I think it's genius because he literally is telling the listener, "This is what relationships are today." Mm -hmm. And I loved how I'm sure you peeped it, but in their in their argument, right? Yeah. It started off with the disrespectful, right? It kept yeah. going disrespectful. Then it starts to go with the. Oh, you got a little ass to, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, sh I, I should have did a bigger one. Mm -hmm. And then, and, and then like, it starts to get into those, which is, which is literally what happens in these toxic relationships, oh, yeah. right? And then, you know what's crazy? She starts, Taylor Page, she starts to rap about men and how much she hates men. She starts to talk about R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. She starts to talk about all the toxic things about about men nowadays but Weinstein, then yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but you know what's funny hmm. he starts to talk about all the toxic things about women yeah yep. and he even throws in like um i wouldn't call it a shot at women but it's sort of like a like a little jab because yeah. i feel like nowadays and 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 i feel like it's important to touch on it nowadays like it's like it's become it's become a good thing to bash men right yeah, it's a go-to now. Yeah, it's like people like, you know, bash men and like put men into this category, which is, you know, it's it's not only not fair, but it's also not true. That's un that's what I'm saying too. Just a quick side note mm -hmm. with that. Well, keeping that thought. That's why I don't know if anyone else will necessarily agree with this, especially if they have a vagina. Uh -huh. But I think hopefully you'll <laughs> agree with me. It's mm -hmm. essential that Johnny Depp comes out of this whole trial the winner. Clear cut. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because that could hopefully finally switch that whole mentality back into, like, not men are the end-all, be-all, but, like, not all men are literally like that. Mm -hmm. There is such ones that exist, like Amber Heard, that can do all this shit. There are a lot of trifling women. There yeah. are a lot of trifling women. Oh, and, God. And there is no such thing as... And and, and 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 there's a lot of women out there that are watching, oh, but you niggas, there's more niggas. No, that's not true. Mm -hmm. 
Because you, you didn't have sex with every nigga in the world. No. So that's not true for you to say that. Mm-mm. And and for a man, it's not true for you to say all bitches are like they're all chicks, all women are like that's not true. Because mm-hmm. you didn't have sex or you didn't be in a relationship with every woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Literally, my stance is super neutral. There are shitty women out there, yeah. just as much shitty women as there are shitty men. Oh, yeah. There's just as much good women as there are good men. Point blank. Simple. I don't subscribe to this, like, no. It's, it's, and, and I feel like Kendrick threw this jab because it's like, he talks about, um, he talks about the women. He talks about, oh, um, when Tiana got a man, mm. you didn't call. Um, this the reason why, and he starts to talk, oh, oh um, or the R&B bitches don't Yeah, fly. exactly. Yeah. Why R&B bitches don't feature in the song? And have you noticed, Taylor Page is yeah. like, what is you talking about? <laughs> and that is you women. That's the go-to for that. That is you women. Yep. When we speak out and when we when we have valid points and when we when we point out the 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 fallacies mm-hmm. in your lo- in your women logic sometimes your go-to is what are you talking about? What are you even saying, nigga? Shut up. That's literally what happened in the song. Yep. And when I caught it, as soon as it, I was like, oh, this is genius. And a lot of people won't catch it, but he literally threw a shot at women. Yep. yep in the yep, most yep, calm yep. and respectful way, but it's also true. Mm-hmm. Because when he threw the shot at women, he didn't... The reason why I made it special was that he wasn't just bashing women. He didn't just bash yep. women. He pointed out the fallacies in a lot of you women's argument while also acknowledging the imperfections of some men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that song is super important for all of you women out there that have podcasts that that make money and market off of bashing of men, but at the same time you can't you can't live without a man inside you. It's just the truth. You're welcome. It's just the truth. You, you need know? us as a source material. It's, it's, it's the truth. You They're know? like fiction writers. They need a source material to go to, to tap into as regular. Somebody they know, probably someone they've seen or experienced. Yeah, it's one man. And it's usually just one man uh-huh. out of the thousands they done, they done let inside them. It was just that one man that was yeah. bad. And they create their, this whole like freaking logic of how all men are shitty. But at the same time, they can't live without one. They need one to buy them the new Telfar bag. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, but but that's a separate conversation because again, Hold like I'm time. saying, yeah. I'm not saying that men are perfect. No. I, as I say that, I'm just saying that we need to understand nowadays that um um what's happening, like this bashing of of a certain gender, of a certain, you know, group of people. And I get it. Women has be, have been Without a voice for years, yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. That 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 that's that's super valid in in your point. However, however, when you speak and when we when we talk about the opposite sex or the opposite gender or whatever you identify to be, when we talk about other other people with other reproductive organs, right? Mm-hmm. We have to keep in mind that when we speak on on it, it's only that person you should be speaking about. It is not their whole sex, their whole gender. It's not their whole, it's that person. Mm -hmm. When I say, when I say, I'm not gonna say, oh man, bitches ain't shit. I'm not gonna say that. That woman ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Not all women ain't shit. That woman ain't shit. 
So when you talk about niggas ain't shit or men ain't shit, no, 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 honey. That man ain't shit. It's not true for everything. And I just feel like this this song is super important to have these conversations yeah. because I, I think it brings out healthy conversations in both sides. Because mm-hmm. they both they they like they both did a great job at yeah, yeah. pointing out each other's imperfections. I even heard like a little bit of a like what's the name? Tahiri Oh God. I, I can I always get dyslexic with a name. The the one that co starred in Baby Boy with Tyrese. Oh, um, Tahiri, um Pen, Jensen, Penson, Henson. Taraji P. Henson. There we go. Thank you. Her. I even heard like a little bit of a her like inflection in that movie in Taylor here on the song. Drawing back to that comparison too. Like I got that whole vibe because she played that role beautifully. The the emotions felt. They fight. They fuck. They make up. Everything She's an amazing too. actress. She is. Absolutely was. But that's I think the first real glimpse of like Oscar worthy like potential in her. Not to say that it, it should have taken that long but that's the first like real peek into like wow she's really like got it down pat yeah that she's was able amazing. to deliver yeah and then at the end at the end of the song <laughs> it's like taking it back but it's so true yeah yeah and that's the craziest foreplay though too Ima- so crazy. I was thinking too when I heard that song too like I love it I love the whole album don't get me wrong but I heard like the song and I was like you know what that would be the nightmare neighbor couple to have if that's their foreplay oh every single night God. or after like a crazy oh, drunk night they come back crazy. fuck you fuck you fuck this and then just to end up oh yo that's so and you, and you got thin walls too that's annoying <laughs> that's annoying the most annoying part is not even them doing it it's no. just them it's like yo like what is wrong with you <laughs> like if you're gonna every do whatever night. you're gonna do just do it but damn just get not even it. just get to it. Like that's not even cool. Like Sheesh. Yeah, I just imagine those neighbors every fucking time they get into it. And that's the build up to it too. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh my god. But I I'm I'm really hoping I should expect we should expect like a great video from that too. Oh, that'd be fire. Yeah, that'd be great. Alright, so Father Time. Um I don't know how you are. I don't think I've asked you honestly about you know however much you want to get into with you, uh-huh. if, with your own relationship with your own father, if any. Uh-huh. Uh, mine at least in past episodes I've already alluded to it. Like mine walked out on me when yeah. I was like nine, ten. I think I, I don't remember. Uh-huh. Which ultimately for me at least I think it worked out. You know how life is funny. Yeah, it always works out in the end. Mm-hmm. Had my father not walked out on me at that age, I wouldn't have failed like almost all my classes wow. like when I was in middle school or grade school middle school grade school thank you okay I forget whatever like, I forget. obviously I didn't do so good in school but you know I made it through somehow I think it might have no sorry 10 or 11 so it was like middle school whatever that's like 5th grade going into 6th grade yeah give yeah. or take so I know that semester went to shit and I had to do summer school had he not left, had that not contributed to me being like, you know, all confused of like, what do I do with myself? Because it was like a, like an ugly split up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Had I not gone to summer school, I wouldn't have met the friend that would have put me on to Howard Stern. Me having that as a release as far as like, I didn't know what to do. Wow. Thanks to Howard Stern, listening to him, started like enjoying him and laughing at him. I became a morning person. I became somebody looking forward to something two every day instead wow. of like getting out of depression 
And it was kind of like, as weird as it may sound, like he became kind of like my father for like four hours every morning. Wow. Because I would laugh, I'd learn, I'd like, obviously he'd have strippers and like, you know, short people, whatever, on too. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. learned more about that than I had to. But, you know, always <laughs> at the end, I'd always look forward to like the news. For like a good hour, he'd like make fun of the news. He'd like give his own little insight, whatever bullshit. But I had that at least. It's crazy. So everybody's got their own like daddy issues, daddy dilemmas. We got Father's Day coming up too. So it's funny how we just passed Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there, mm -hmm. and especially Mama Brendan, of course. Mm -hmm. She raised a good one here. Just look at him. <laughs> he's, got a, he's a good boy right here, uh, even though he's from Brooklyn. But, you know, I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> but um, it's funny how restaurants love live for Mother's Day because everybody's like, no, 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 Mom, don't cook. I'll take care of you. I mm -hmm. got you, Mom. Mm -hmm. Go out to brunch, go out for mimosas, you know, get your mom sloppy drunk, whatever, because she earned it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, 50, 60 years old, that's what she's living for, just to get, you know, blackout drunk like that, <laughs> smash on a Sunday. <laughs> but then how the restaurant shift over to Father's Day, and it's like, oh, God, we'll be lucky if we stay open today. Because yeah. ain't nobody taking Dad out. Yeah. Or if, that's the weird thing about Father's Day, I think, too. The fathers maybe don't look forward to it, but they're, like, obliged to be, like, Outside in the yard, cooking all day, prepping for people coming over. They fucking kiss the chef apron on them too. If they're the good ones, the ones that people remember. If they're the bad ones, well, obviously no one's doing nothing for them yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the restaurants are empty either way too. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> no fucking money. time. No money. You can't make rent this month. <laughs> Not this week, at least. Shit. Shit. We gotta get that PP. 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 The PP loan. <laughs> 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 What is your reason? <laughs> Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it hit. <laughs> Might as well redouble the daddy loan. Sheesh. <laughs> but how'd you feel about Father Time though? It's my it's probably my favorite track on the album. Okay. Um uh so so my 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 father was in my life, but he wasn't at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in and out of jail. Um then when I got old enough, maybe like twelve years old. Uh, uh, my mom and him got like a divorce um, but he's never been like the consoling father um, a lot of the lines on that song kind of hit me hard I kind of yeah. relate to it he's never been the consoling father he's never been a balanced father he's always been like you know I couldn't really talk to him like it'd always be an argument it's always like don't cry there's a line where he's like as soon as I scratch my knee I jump up Mm -hmm. Kendrick has a line was like, "Y'all scratch my knee, I jump up." You know, I can't show no weakness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, um, uh, trust no one, trust no one except your mom and them. Get your money up. You know, like those little lines in that on that song is like crazy. Mm. Uh, I relate to it, like like I relate to it crazy, and it's also one of those songs where like I'm so jealous that he made that song because like. Somehow, somewhere in my career, I want to make a song mm -hmm. to, about that. Yeah. I was like, shit, man, he made that song. So now, like, whenever I do my song like that, it's, it can't sound like that, you know? But, yeah. but, 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 like, I love that song. It's, it's, it just hit hard. Like, I, I probably listened to that joint like hundreds of times, probably. Mm. I probably, like, I'll listen to the whole album. I probably listened to the album like maybe seven to eight times in full already. Um, but all the time, I will always allude to that song. Mm -hmm. Always, but boom, putting that on. I probably repeat that song maybe like three times. Mm. There's sometimes I'm going to work and I'm just listening to that song on loop. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, I'm on yeah. a train and I boop. It's almost done. Right back to the beginning. <laughs> song is so amazing, 
And Sanfa, his voice is beautiful. Yeah. Sanfa's amazing. It's like, it's and the production is like I got so inspired. I put my TikTok remix to that joint mm. that I put on Instagram. The, it's oh, the remix that I there. did for that the Father Time. Like, okay. It was, it's just everything that that like a lot of these people deal with mm-hmm. about like father issues and daddy issues. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Still goes on too. It does, man. It does, and and it's super detrimental because like. It created a generation, maybe like more than one generation. There's like two or three generations of fatherless children or, or children that didn't have fathers that they were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it see, it seeps out on their actions, the way they treat people, their relationships. Kendrick says it. It seeps out. It seeped out into my relationships. Like, it's true. Mm-hmm children that have daddy issues which is a lot of people in the world yeah. seeps out to their relationships I think I think to be honest a lot of the dating pools is fucked yeah. because of daddy issues oh yes yeah. Yeah, definitely. for generations for like two or three generations now like like we were just talking about like women ain't shit men ain't shit and that goes on both sides and I think a lot of it is directly because of absent dads mm-hmm it's the direct result. It's a direct result. A lot like absent dads fucked up the dating pool nowadays. Oh yeah. Fucked up the value. The 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 the. the fucked up the the full potential of some humans. Oh yeah. Like sabotaged. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like there's some people who like will never ever reach their full potential of what a a, a healthy human could ever be because of daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about like. There's worse fathers than mine and Kendrick's. Oh, yeah. You know, there's fathers that abuse and, like, both sexually, emotionally, mentally, and it's like... And they stick around, too. Yeah. It's not even like they It's not they leave. They stick around. Yeah. And they continue to inflict that pain. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, man, humans, it's... We've gone through a big shift in in, in life. And and I think it also... It's also... It's also the reason why, like... There's a lot of this like men bashing too, yeah. yeah and I get yeah, it, yeah. like I understand, I, I can I can empathize with it. But it, I'm like I'm saying, it's just a conversation that I think it's important to have, especially on like a podcast like this. Mm-hmm. Like, super important, man. Yeah, like, I think that that that, that also reminds me of. Sorry to jump in, but oh, yeah, good. that that reminds me of like I always had the discussion with um, different people growing up. Like I won't name obviously, but. Some friends that had fathers that left or just weren't there for them at all. Like, uh-huh. they can't recall them at any point in their lives. Oh, wow. So there was always that comparison of, like, I never brought it up to, like, compare, like, I had it worse than you, whatever. Uh-huh. But if it ever came up a conversation, I'd be like, you know what? I think you were better off, just to kind of console. I think you were better off, in your case, not even having a memory of. Yeah. Because in comparison, you grow up like we did, like, in and out or there up until a certain point or you got familiar with them but then just one day they're not there no more mm-hmm. then it's kind of like that doesn't heal easily at all doesn't because you're, you're, you're there but then you're not even there mm-hmm. so it's like yo why are you even here for mm-hmm. bro I'm, I'm be honest bro there's times where like like later on in life like when maybe like 9 you know 10 11 12 like right before like the divorce and shit like I would come home yeah and like he'd be home and I'd hate it Mm-hmm. Shit, my dad's home. Like, fuck. Like, why can't I just 
come home and it just be my mom's and my sister. Yeah. Like, it's serious. It's like, damn, like, like we don't talk. Like, and this nigga trying to, like, you know, like, sometimes he'll try to talk and shit like that. So, like, I know yeah. what he is and stuff. Like, it's not like he's disappeared, but, like, it's just it's just a whole big thing. And I think yeah, yeah. that this song is super important. And um, is there's a lot of lines that he even says shout out to shout out to the ones without a daddy, mm -hmm. but this but their fathers now and and they're they're being better men. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like a line where he says that somewhere. It's probably I think it's like towards the end or something like that. Um, but there's maybe like the third verse. I think he has like three verses in that joint, mm -hmm. and it's just yeah, it's a wonderful song. It's a beautiful song. It's a true song. And it's 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 important. Um, it's important for for now. This song is important. We haven't had a song like that in a long time. I think the. You know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last one that hit me like that, like with daddy issues related, that like shattered me on a bus the first time I listened to it. When this is back when '06, I think. Mm -hmm. Lupe Fiasco, the first album, he say she say. Oh yeah. Yeah, I heard that on a bus with my fucking little disc man playing, whatever. Uh -huh. And as soon as that track hits, like, by the end, I'm like, I'm, I'm crying yeah, yeah. on the bus. It's crazy. It's been a long time since we had a really, really important song to really address um, um, a lot of men. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the, a lot of men, not just men, but women, too, that can relate to it. Like, people, just kids, children. It really, That's why it's so amazing, because... It's not just geared towards men with daddy issues. Sure, he's a man yeah. with daddy issues, but but it's about any child with daddy issues. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, like, it's crazy. I still would like to hear eventually your own take on it, too. So don't, like... What do you mean? Like, your own take on, like, the father approach, father issues and all that, too. In a song? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. That's happening soon. Oh, okay, you good, know, good. in the near future. But it's also, too, the beginning of the song, he's like... Yo, you need therapy. It was like, real nigga don't need no therapy. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like, sheesh. It's like, it's like, maybe, like, you know, did he, like, and and it, it comes up with, I ask questions of, of his process with the song because it's like, damn, did this album and a lot of these songs were the result of his therapy? Mm. You know, like, that's also a good thing to, like, it's like, wow, like, I wonder, like, Cause, because obviously this whole song is about him and like in therapy and shit like that and like growing to be a better man. So it's like, did that did that album come because of the, of the therapy, or did the therapy come because of the album? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was the album sort of his therapy and then he went to therapy, or did he have therapy first and then the music kind of like brought it all together and allowed him to heal? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, like what came first? Yeah, I would, I would love to ask him. Like, well, how, well, how did that process look like? He's the new, the chicken or the egg. The album. Yeah, the exactly. It's like, yo, the therapy. Because <laughs> the they were both therapy. The album yeah. is therapy plus oh, yeah, yeah. whatever Definitely. he went to therapy for. It's like, yo, what came first, and what affected the other? Mm. What was the cause, and what was the effect of the other? That's something else that happened to you. Yeah, right? that's, that's so interesting. That's mm. why this album is so beautiful to me because it's like it leaves me so many questions that I would love to ask him. You know, so yeah, yeah, that is crazy too. That's a different, old, different thing to try to crack open, yeah, to figure out. Because hmm. then you start to look into the artist's process, yeah. And me as an artist, like I, I'm, I'm obsessed with artist's process. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's the best because I like to compare it to my process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like to contrast it and compare it to my process. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I would have never did it that way. I do it like this. That's so cool. Mm -hmm.
I'll admit right now, I have yet to watch a Die Hard in full, the movie, <laughs> any of them. I should be able really? to... Really? Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just it's one of those... my favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard, <laughs> Back to the Future. You never saw Back to the Future? Star Wars still. I never seen any of them at all in full. Well, I know you didn't see Star Wars. I know that. But yeah, Back yeah, to yeah. the Future, surprising. Still, I haven't. You've never seen I, never, Back to the not Future? Not on purpose. Not on purpose. It's just, yeah, you I just never, never got, got to it? I just never got to it. Let me tell you one thing real quick before we get to Die Hard. <laughs> Back to the Future, yeah. if not my favorite, well, technically, probably, because technically Star Wars is the 70s, late 70s. Back to the Future is the 80s. So Back to the Future is probably my favorite 80s movie. Mm. It's probably one of my, it's, it's, it's It's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It is a... A masterpiece. I've never heard a bad thing about Back to the Future. Ne- you would never hear a bad thing. You know what's the great <laughs> thing about it? The trilogy is all good. All three are good. I heard that too. Three, obviously, is not as good as one or two, but they're all good. Still holds up. There's even people who love two better than one. It's two, one of those. Two is the one I've seen in bits and pieces, but never full, any of them. Two is the one, um, it's an alternate universe. Where he goes back to see his mother when she's young or something like that? or is that No, that's number one? one. That's number one. Okay, yeah. so maybe I've seen number, number one. Two, number two is when, um, I mean, it's no spoilers. It's like yeah. 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we can talk about it. Um, two is when um, he goes, he, uh, whatever happened in one, there's something that happened in one that changed the events of the future. Okay. So he has to go and fix that again. Oh, what is that? Like the butterfly effect or something? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So like his bully becomes, his bully becomes, um, sort of like his stepdad. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like his bully becomes rich because of something that he left in the first one when he went back in time. Oh, okay, okay. So now he has to go back in time again and make sure he didn't get that and fix it all again. Oh, okay. Two is yeah. great. Two is fire. Yeah, I gotta make time to sit with them. And three is a western. Okay, okay, okay. Where he goes even more farther back with like his great great. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Back to the Future fans. Uh, <laughs> um, I think he he goes back in time like someone in his family. Maybe it's like related to his mom. Like great 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 great. It's like western. Okay. It's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check them out. I gotta make that like my purpose this summer. Amazing movie. My summer you project. You gotta see Die Hard too. Yippee ki yay. <laughs> Die Hard, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend loves uh, Bruce Willis, so that shouldn't be too hard to do. Bruce Willis is awesome. Die Hard, but um, <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Bruce Willis. He actually made it. He has um, I forget the name of the condition now, where he can't like remember things or something like that. Like he's oh, he reti- does. He retired from acting officially because he can't remember lines now. It's oh, some, due to some shit. condition he has. The the condition named Slissy Bashadas to him. You know, he had a really great career. We just lost Ray Liotta. And Ray Liotta, yeah, literally like the day removal like recording now. That's yesterday. so crazy. Wow. And just out of nowhere, but I'm glad to see it at least. I'm not glad he's dead, obviously, but I am glad to see that he died in his sleep while yeah, filming. Yeah, I read that. So read that's him, good. Uh, reading, uh, he was filming in Dominican Republic, a new movie. Yeah, yeah, in the DR, so you know. You know, men being men, we know how why men used to go back to DR a lot and revisit a lot. So I don't know, I've never been. Well, you know, well, okay, well, you haven't been, but I know the thing is with older men, they used to go down there because they had like whole families over there because it'd be like so lit over there as far as the women's situation is concerned. <laughs> yeah, I remember at one of my old jobs, this guy used to be like, you know, I gotta stay going back to DR every three months because they got the whole family there. You know, one time He's I got another up. family in there. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. 
Well, not Ray Liotta. No, no, I know, but like but one of your they, friends. Yeah. No, no, not my friends, no. This uh, guy I knew from work at one of my old jobs. Like, he was a much older head. Like, he said that he has to go back and forth to DR because he slipped up and he has another family yeah. there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And does his current wife know about it? Uh, no. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Oh, the DR... no! No disrespect to the Dominican community, of course. Jeez. You know, que lo que... Sorry, Franny. Sorry, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, actually, they could probably validate that. They probably can. As far as, you know... I remember now even an older job. That's crazy. When I worked at the bakery, what? the baker, the head guy, he was Dominican, nice guy. But uh-huh. then one day he just drops a bomb, like not so much a bomb, but like more like, oh, you know, um, I have to go to DR so often because I got my whole other family over there, where I got my whole other business over there, where I'm the boss of like a pizza thing. I got my pizza oven, and my wife's the manager. My wife over there is the manager. I mean, and my what? kids are the staff and shit too, and and helping out. And I got to just like go over there to be like the manager, oversee shit. And he has, and he, and he's got his legit family here. And they don't know. They don't know about each other. So they don't know that he goes to DR every three months for that intent, right? He thinks oh, he's they just going just think to see family for his business. He think, yeah, they think they that, <laughs> but they don't know the whole staff is fucking literally like thanks to his balls. Oh, puppy, puppy, puppy! <laughs> oh no! Oh, they just love me, you know. That's why they say. Oh, that, they just know? yeah. That's why they call me puppy. You know why they look like you? Oh, you know. No. Don't we all look alike? No, yeah, no, right? <laughs> That's perfect. Don't we all look alike? <laughs> Sheesh, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why I always heard, too, from, like, uh, I'm not going to say all, but, like, a lot of Spanish men. But let's wow. not, you know, general. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the 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 DR will be the safe haven for that. Wow. That's crazy. For the sucios out there. Sucios. You can't keep it out of your pants. For the sucios. Can't keep it in your pants. Because it stays out of your pants over there. it stays out of your pants for the sucios. At the fucking island. <laughs> I'm just picking platanos. What do you want me to do? It's left in the, it's left in the island. <laughs> your platanos all out. Yo, check your platanos out. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, I forgot it. I forgot. <laughs> so you still being out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, besides the Dominican slang or whatever. Um, there is the one thing I don't love so much on the album. Surprisingly enough, there is the one skipper, I'll call it from now, which is Die Hard. Okay. Which, um, besides the movie talk, you tell me if I missed something. I don't know why he would name it Die Hard if the song makes sense to be titled Die Hard. And also, I just felt like it might have been one of those songs, one of the very last ones, maybe the label Top Dog might have said, you know what, we need one more. Oh, to like we need fill the quota one to to fit that like single quality. Yeah, or that whatever. sound, yeah, whatever. Because the yeah. rest of the album really sounds so different from that one. Yeah, track. that's like the radio. That's like a radio joint. That's the radio single. I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I got from it too. Because even though the whole album is beautiful and just his approach and how Kendrick does his whole formula, that's the one that sounds most like standard, like you know, verse hook, verse. Your hook. standard radio single. Yeah, your standard. Your standard label. Yeah. Label song mm-hmm. <clears throat> It's like what the label Would be like Yeah You need that one Yeah if you want This whole album like this You need something like that, that. Yeah, At yeah. least one It's the last it. one Last album Let's at least get that Out the way too Kind of thing It's interesting because As you say uh, Cause then the lines He says I'm a die hard I get passionate I feel like he's talking About himself as like A die hard Maybe like a die hard Romantic or a die hard Like like when I love, I'm like I love hard. Like I'm a die hard. Yeah. But at the same time, like he's dealing with problems and like 
opening up and like just relationship problems so it's like it's sort of like a love song but at the same time it's not because it's like you know mm-hmm. it's it's cool it's interesting i like the song actually it's one of the it's actually one of the songs that i have on repeat too just because i like blast mm. i'm a fan of blast oh, okay blast okay. is a singer on it um i i really like the beat too it's, it's a really cool song um but it's it's not like father time to me or no like auntie diaries but 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 it's I like it. I, like I don't it. think it was meant for that intent. That one no, specifically. No, definitely not. It, it's 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 definitely like it's definitely the songs that like like one of those songs is like if that's your favorite song, then like chances are you may not be super into Kendrick. It's mm. just like that song that's like yo, I like that joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those, you know, like most people for that for the other for damn it was like loyalty. Right, right, right. Like right, that right. was the one that was like yeah, I don't really like. Kendrick, but I like loyalty or love or like humble and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't so in love with it too. Um, also, production-wise, beat-wise, I kind of feel like that's one of those annoyingly kind of grow on me as I listen to it. Got you, got you. For the sake of the sound, like I don't hate it, but I just feel like eh, compared to the rest of the album, that's the one like mm, I might want to skip that a couple times. Yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. revisit, but like. You know, nothing could be perfect, but that's of the course. one that kind of like, eh. Of course, of course. That's a little speed bump yeah, along yeah, the way. Yeah. I get For that. For me, at least. I I de- no, I get that. I understand. Yeah. Honorable mentions, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, please. Go ahead. Please. Push these niggas over me like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Silent Hill, right? Yeah, that's a great track. Or like... um. I think that might be my favorite just to fucking listen to and like do something with it in the background. So fun. Yeah. It's a fun... Or like, how about... uh? Future gets future say get a money counter, but he is not your savior. <laughs> that his that verse on that joint is fire. Savior, yeah, yeah, that's fire. Yeah, that was a nice one too. That's um with the what's his name? The um, that's with Baby King. Baby King, yeah, right, right. I like it actually. Yeah, Baby King is cool, and I just love how Kodak Black. He's got Kodak Black all through an album. That was definitely surprising. Yeah, it's definitely a highlight. He was actually you know a good. I like the addition. I like the it. poem he did. Mm. It was a little ignorant, but I like the poem. Well, you know, Kodak Black. It's Kodak Black. <laughs> but I like Kodak Black, you know, so yeah. it's cool. How do you feel, though, about him being on the album, period? Because I know a lot of people like trying to get, it. like, uh, trying to trash it because of that. I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, I was like, it's so different. I didn't expect that. I'll which is honest. why I love it. I'll be honest, I think that's the first time I ever heard him in length. Or said yeah, the whole verse. Yeah, exactly. That's the first time I ever, and I was like, I think that's so important for other people to be exposed to him in, yeah. in like... As a full verse, because most people just know like a chorus of one of his songs or like one of like a playful line, but like that's like one of the songs that like people say, "Yo, a lot of people like us are like really listening to him, like really tap in," which I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was pleasant. I mean, it would make me want to listen to more Kodak Black potentially, just because. Potentially, exactly. Yeah, I I get that. Yeah, I agree. Any other honorable mentions at all that come up? I know N95 is everyone's favorite right now. N95 is amazing. Yeah. I mean, but, but, I mean, that goes without saying. That's got the music video mm-hmm. on it. Like, it's an amazing, the, 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 um, the beat drops, the switches, the change ups. Yeah, that, that, that song is fire. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just love, too, like, I know there's a couple other ones that named Slip Me, of course, but when he just hits you with the switch up, like, Count the Me change. In is fire. Count Me In. Is that the one with the choir that starts off, or? Uh, no, no, that's a unified in grief, and then that's mirror. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. He he did the same thing. He yeah. ended off the way he started. Ah, okay. And okay. unified in grief, he ended with mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool too. Purple hearts. 
Yeah, with Ghost, of course, yeah. And that, Summer Walker, yeah. Let me just tell y'all. <laughs> the day I get a feature with Ghostface Killer, mm -hmm. it's going to be a good day. Yeah, yeah. Ghostface yeah. is probably like one of my favorite, like as far as we talking about rap, we talking about skill, we talking about who's who's rapping, like who's the best rapper right now, like of all time. Like he's definitely on my list of one of the greatest MCs of all freaking time. Yeah. Ghostface is undeniable. Ghostface is like and I hope Ghostface really listens to this and like knows how much like I respect his pen and I just revere his craft and like yeah. If I get a fee, Wu Tang in general, everybody that knows me knows that I'm Wu Tang forever. Like, mm -hmm. if I get a feature from any one of those dudes, Method Man, like, serious, like, that's like that's like probably one of my short term like goals, one of my short term dreams. Mm. Like in the next year, two years, I want a feature from Wu Tang. I definitely one of the members. Yeah. I want that. I want that. I want a feature from one of the members of Wu Tang, and like to hear Ghostface kill on that track, it was so so dope. He killed his verse. He like, always sheesh. delivers too, yeah. Cause always. He, and that was perfectly fitted for him because what was the hook? Um, God, what was the thing they were saying about love on that song? I forgot. Like uh, you gonna feel this love or something like that? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were t t talking about like, <clears throat> you know, like how they show love, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, and like like. Summer Walker was like on her little like her little like talking shit type shit like you you don't if you love me you gotta eat eat me <laughs> eat my ass or something like that. Hey, come on. <laughs> but um <clears throat> it was a great song. Yeah, yeah. Um I surprisingly I didn't hear any complaints about the length of it, because it is like five minutes long. Mm. But it's it's dope. Yeah, it is. I it love is. the track. Ghostface perfect. I got the um all that I got is you vibes from his delivery, his old little burst too. Yes, yes. And, and he's never like scared to show like emotion or like you. You know, he definitely cried at least. Oh or yeah. Wept oh yeah. When he did his shit. Ghostface wept. Yeah. <laughs> Iron, I, I Man, wonder... Iron Man wept. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna rust. <laughs> I, I wonder what it was like for him when he used to have to wear the ski mask and all that too if he cried or whatever like Jeez. that must have been torturous for him oh, oh hell yeah oh, <laughs> no hell worse yeah. with the fucking the nylon mask he used to have to wear that yeah, shit yeah he used to wear that yeah. sheesh I wonder what that's like crying through that shit sheesh I don't wanna know <laughs> so, uh, supposedly there's a rumor that Kanye is producing uh, Supreme Clientele too. oh is he yeah oh yeah right that, that's been in the talks for a while well, go well. Kanye reveres Ghostface as one of the greatest rappers of all time. So I can see that. I would I would assume that that he he would want to produce. And he's had Raekwon on a bunch of times too. Exactly. His shit. And he's so. had Ghostface on. Um, he's had Ghostface on New God Flow. Ghostface yeah. was on New God Flow. Mm -hmm. Killed that verse. Not to mention. Yeah. He's the best it. verse on that song. Yeah. <laughs> I love the album. Yeah. General. No, it's a great album. So the final question, I guess, for you, especially since you are the musician of the two, I can't even like. Slap my nuts in the rhythm, whatever. <laughs> but um, or scratch my ass. But you know, TMI. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but if you had to rank this amongst the discography now with Kendrick, I'm I'm hoping we'll get something else eventually down the line. But if you got to rank it somewhere now, oh, I don't know, man. All right, so first off, is it an first is it off, a masterpiece? Is it? What do you mean? Is this album a masterpiece, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
I mean, all of his albums are masterpieces, in my opinion. Um, I mean, well, I mean, well, the main ones. So, like, To Pimp a Butterfly is number one. It, like, I don't think he, like... Every topic. Yeah, 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 respectfully. Like, yeah. To Pimp a Butterfly is incredible. Um, then next for me is Good Kid, Mad City. Mm -hmm. Good Kid, Mad City is undeniable, a classic. Um, now, Mr. Morale and Damn, I'm still trying to figure out which one I like more. Mm -hmm. Just because Mr. Morale got um, so much personal... I've got a personal investment with Mr. Morale. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about, like, songs like Father Time. We talk about, like, um, songs like Savior. We talk about, like, Rich Spirit. You know, you talk about um, um, Mirror, mm -hmm. Purple Hearts. Like, there's some, like, really, really personal connections uh, with me for that album. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out which one I like more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my ranking. And then after those, after those two, whichever one, I don't know which one I'm putting before is uh section 80. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, um, then it's, um, then it's Untitled Unmastered, um, and then the Black Panther album. Mm. So it's either, it's either, it's either three or four. It's okay. It's either rank three or four. Okay. I can see that definitely. So I'll definitely say too. It's a really, really, really good album. Uh, definitely another masterpiece from him. No surprise. I would probably go still Butterfly, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. I think just the same as yours. Almost I, I the same, right? Can't pick between Damn or this one. Yeah, it's hard but to last be. One. This is such a, such a personal investment for me. It's like, I mean, we all know that the songwriting in Damn is undeniable. You know, I, I'll get, you know, I'll give that. Mm -hmm. But like as far as like ranking a whole album, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. As far as what if I if I like Damn or that one better, I'm probably what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a break of Mr. Morale, and then I'll listen to Damn, and then I'll listen to Mr. Morale again mm -hmm. and see which one I I I, I would rank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because right now I could definitely see it as neck and neck with both. Like yeah, that. for now maybe it's maybe it's the hype, maybe it's the personal investment, but I feel like once I let it simmer and marinate a little bit, mm -hmm. I would listen to damn again and then listen to Mr. Morale and then see which one I really like. I was like, yo, I, which which one I really I would I would put them in the ranks. Mm. But for sure, to Pimp Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City would never. I don't think I don't think they're gonna stay the way they are for me. We finally got through the album. Our choice picks as far as that's concerned, you know, everything we had to really discuss about it. So is there anything else you want to leave us with before we go? Anything you want to promote? Feel free to do so. Anything coming up to expect? I just released a single on Tuesday, May 24th. It's called Steppin', mm -hmm. Me and Mankind, uh, mixed and mastered by Bipolari. Mm. Uh, I've got another single in August, and I've got a mixtape releasing in September with a huge event to kick it off. Um, and yeah, and I also I also signed uh, another artist to Realist Sound Entertainment. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Expect, like a mogul. Yeah, nice. expect his, um, expect his uh, EP to come out in July. Nice. I'm also featured on it as well. So you could technically say I have another drop on July. 
Beautiful. So, okay. Yeah. The more Brendan, the better. Yeah. You know. <laughs> who we or who are we looking forward to then? In July. What's the uh, Urban J. Urban J. Okay. Urban J. Nice, uh, nice, dope nice. MC, dope lyricist, uh, super super dope rapper, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Um, I'm featured on it, obviously. He's a realist artist now. Um, so you got. So I just released a single in the 24th. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, the other realist artists um, on my label, Urban J, in July. Mm. Um, featured on it then I got a single in August and then I got the tape in September it's a realest summer it's a realest summer it's a real summer it's a rugged raw <laughs> summer again <laughs> god damn um, I'm proud of you though I'm, I'm surprised that um, this is news to me of course you signed somebody shout out to Urban J then we got his shit to look forward to in July that's a fact but yeah, man, just look forward to all of that. Maybe I have him come through with me to another podcast episode. Urban yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. definitely. Introduce him to the world. Definitely, I'll be, you know, if he's Brendan approved, of course, absolutely. But thank you again to Brendan. Of course, you can find him on just about everything. I believe at Realist Brendan, and that's Brendan with two E's in it, no A's. You know, most likely got A's because he's that smart, as far as school's concerned. But either way, E E, excelling, excellent. Mama said so. That's what he got branded with as far as Real as Brendan. At Real as Brendan, that's where you can find him. Uh, also, me, more importantly. Well, not more importantly, but just, you know, finalizing. More importantly, the man. You know, ending off the shit, of course. You know, I'm a dumbbell fuck. I'm over here. Hello. I'm the host of this thing. And thank you to him for being an awesome guest. As always, Brendan. Count on him for that. Uh, R. Fuck It. That's the name of the podcast here. I also do movie review one called Who This Been Watching. Usually Saturdays live on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash Who This Is One. Live Saturdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. You can find that. Oh, fuck it. Brand new episodes every Friday, pretty much, too. And all the ads. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. No Snapchat, because that got too naughty for, even for me. I got solicited by some shit. I oh, got damn. sent this thing, that thing, whatever. I said, no, I got to delete the app. No, oh, please. Damn. I ain't trying to get incriminated with nothing. Oh, damn. And, uh, well, you know, let's just say it was... Gender friendly from both ends. Was so that's from when I said, No, I hope not. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't dark and it wasn't humongous, so no, probably not. <laughs> uh, I probably got approached by a Brendan with a with an E and an A in the name. Well, probably, man. Yeah, so I had probably. to delete that whole. Them damn app. Brandons. <laughs> <laughs> I had to delete that whole app. So yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at who this is one. That's me. Where you'll find me. And thank you again. Appreciate you for tuning in this episode, watching, listening, everything too. And we'll catch you fucking next time, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Yo, it's over. All right, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.